God's increase in your life. Amen. God's increase in our life. And today, today we have encountered the God of abundant increase. The God of increase. Thank you, Abba. Thank you. I please God because I walk in faith. Will everybody stand up, please? We're going to decrease some things over our lives. I please God because I walk in faith. The word says that when I please God, when I walk in faith, I please God. So when you're walking in faith, you're pleasing God. Hebrews 11.6, I want you to say it over yourself. I please God because I walk in faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, you please God because you walk in faith. Turn to somebody else and tell them the same. You please God because you walk in faith. Amen. He rewards me because I diligently seek him. No, let's stay standing. He rewards me because I diligently seek him. Are you diligently seeking the Lord? We're diligently seeking the Lord. Therefore, his word says, I reward those who diligently seek me. And this is in he this is Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 6. Amen. It's important that we get the affirmations coming forth out of our mouth. It's important that we come in partnership with the word. And it's important that we let the word do its work. The word is powerful. Amen. The word works when we work it. Psalm 23, 6 says, God's goodness and mercy chase me down all the days of my life. See, the goodness of God, surely goodness, surely mercy will follow me all the days of my life, right? Surely goodness and surely mercy. I want you to say, goodness and mercy are following after me. God's goodness. If God's goodness... And God's mercy is following after you. That means it's chasing after you. That means what's coming behind, what's chasing you down is his goodness. It's his mercy. Amen. And if God's goodness is chasing you down, then what do you have to worry about for the enemies, for his stuff? What, why would we have to worry about his assignments when the goodness of the Lord is chasing me down? The mercy of the Lord is chasing me down. Woo! Because his word says it's following us. Woohoo! Hallelujah! And he daily loads me with benefits. Psalm 68, 19. He daily, he doesn't just give you a little bit. He's not just trying to barely scoop it out. He's not just barely trying to give you a little just enough for today. I don't want to overdo it. I don't want you, I don't want to over, I don't want you to get puffed up. I'm only going to give you a little bit. No, he loads you. Daily loads you. He's loading you with benefits today. He's loading you with the ability to stand on the word of God and to fight. To fight. To use your weapon of warfare. To use your shield and your sword and to fight. He's daily loading you. He's equipping you. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke 6, 28 says, I give and it shall be given unto me. I give and it shall be given unto me. A good measure. Someone say a good measure. Pressed down, shaken together. Come on, it's going to be pressed down, shaken together, running over. It'll be poured back into my lap. It's being poured back into your lap right now. Oh, come on. He says, I give and it shall be given unto me. An abundance. It's running over and it's being poured back into your lap. Hallelujah. This, this is the promises of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba. You, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord, you may be, may be seated. Thank you, Abba. Whoo, 
hallelujah, the condition of our heart, the condition that we start our walk with God is not the condition that we end up in, right? So the condition that we were when we started is not the condition that we are now, and it's not the condition that we will be as we continue to walk with God, because God, God is a God of increase. He's a God of continually giving you increase, taking you higher. Say, he's taking me higher. He's taking me higher. He's taking me deeper. Yes, he's an unending, he's the unending love, incredible love. Hallelujah. So the blessing of God Okay, right now, God is going to multiply what you give. What you give to God, he will use and he will multiply. What you give. So when we give him our faith, when we give him our hope, when we give him our expectation, God is going to multiply this in us. He's going to, you're, going to, you're going to be a man or a woman with increased hope, expectation, increased faith, because you exercise this thing called faith. You're giving, and God is giving back. Amen? Ephesians 3.20. It says, now unto him who is able, who's able, who's the able one? God Almighty, God Almighty, unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly come on exceedingly abundantly above say it again exceedingly abundantly above God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that's everything he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all every situation that you are encountering right now he is exceedingly abundantly able to above all He's exceedingly abundantly. It's important for us to know above all, everything that you ask, everything that you think, everything that you can imagine, everything that you're hoping for, he is greater. He says, I'm, I'm trying to get you out of this mindset down here so that you can actually dream bigger, that you actually can believe for more. I, I'm wanting you to realize it's all because of the power of the Holy Ghost that lives on the inside of you. Amen? The power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, the unlimited resources of God living on the inside of you. It's the unlimited resources of God. Yeah, somebody shout glory. Glory! It's the unlimited resources of God living on the inside of us. And he says in his word, it's because of the power of God in us, the power of the Holy Spirit in me. I can do all things through Christ, and so can you, because he strengthens us, and he gives us this ability to walk at hinds feet in high places. You're leaping over those trials. You're jumping over them. You're, you're going to have the victory because of Christ in you, the hope of glory hallelujah so faith untested and untried is versus faith tested tried and true we're going to talk today about faith untested and untried say that's not me my faith has not been untested and is not has not been untried i'm pretty sure i'm speaking to everyone in this room versus faith that has been tested faith that has been tried and true amen hallelujah so we're going to talk about two two different stories uh Two stories, different boats, same person, different outcome. Two different stories, different boats, same person, different outcome. Let's turn to, we're going to be looking back and forth at John 5, John, uh, Luke 5, excuse me, Luke 5, and John 21. But first, let's start in Luke 5. Luke 5, and we're going to start in verse 4. Are you there? Are you there? Say amen. Amen. All right. Luke, Luke 5, 4. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. Let down your net 
Come on, it's time to let down your net. It's time to believe in faith. It's time to take that step. It's time to trust God and it's time to step out. It's time, it's time, it's time. Let out your net for a catch. But Simon answered him and he said, Master, we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. Master, we've done it our way and it didn't seem to work. Exactly, that's right. Nevertheless, he says, at your word, I will let down the net. At your word, I will obey. At the word of God, when we obey the word of God, God's increase is so much more than you can ever even imagine. So he says, at your word. No, it doesn't matter that I've been trying this all this time. It doesn't matter. If you say it's now, it is now. So he says, okay, when they had done this, they caught a great number of a fish and their net was breaking in this story we see that though they caught a great number of fish their net was breaking Amen. I want you to jump over though Amen. I want you to jump over yes. to John let's go to John 21 because this is another story of another boat another net same person. John 21, 3. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. And they said to him, we are going with you also. And they went out and immediately they got into the boat and that night they caught nothing. Sounds familiar. A little bit of a repeated pattern here. But when the morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore and the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said, children, have you any food? And they answered, no. And he said, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. And so they cast their net. And there were, they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of the fish. There were so many fish to be caught at the word of Christ, at the word of Jesus. They cast their net on the right side, Peter, cast it on the right side, and they drew in so many. It says here, they drew in so many, so the multitude of fish jump down to verse 11. Simon Peter went up. And he dragged the net to land, full, full of fish. This net was now full of fish, 153, and all together, 153. And there were so many, the net was not broken. The net was not broken. That's a lot of fish for that net to not break. The net before broke. This net now is not breaking. And I want to propose unto you that these fishermen, okay, what used to break them is now not breaking them any longer. The things that used to break you are not going to break you any longer. When you were first walking in faith, when you first said yes to Jesus, those things that seemed so difficult and you had to step out in faith and you had to say, gosh, I don't know if this is really God, but I'm going to step out in faith. But let me tell you where you are now, that faith has grown. Your faith has skyrocketed. What used to break you will not break you any longer. Because God has increased. And you got to know that. See, the enemy wants you to think that you're still going to break over the same old, same old. Devil, you're a liar. A liar. And a father of lies. You're deceitful. You're the father of lies. And I'm not taking your bait. 
When God says to cast your net on the right side, when God says the time is now, when God says, listen, before you could believe for this much, this much, but now I'm causing the increase. See, before they drew, they were barely even disciples of Christ. They just were called. They were just called. Fishermen just called. I choose you. Come and follow me. I choose you. Come and follow me. So their faith may have been small in the beginning, but so was ours. But the minute that we started walking with Jesus, they started walking with Jesus. Three and a half years go by, and what happened? They had seen God, God's miraculous power at work. They saw his provision. They saw his unending love. They saw him do the things that nobody else could do. And so their faith grew. And so now, now, although this, this scenario was before them, they're saying, they're fishing all night long. They're catching nothing. Same story. But Jesus comes up. Put your net on the right side. Amen. Just a little bit of encouragement from Jesus. And they were able to do what they couldn't do before. And with encouragement from the word of God, you are able to do what you could not do before. Amen. God's increase in your life is now. And I want you to really recognize this because in the beginning, it's true. In the beginning, we would break. Something would happen. Something would trigger, you know, us. And we would just fall apart. But there is an increase over you. And I want you to say it because some of you might say, no, I'm still breaking. I'm still falling apart over certain things. Well, today is the day of saying, you know what? I'm going to leave that old net. It's time to leave that old net. Today, I'm going to actually step into a new boat. Today, I'm actually going to step into a new boat that has a new net that actually strengthened. And it's strengthened because of God's word. And I'm standing in obedience to that word. How many are going to jump into the right boat? How many say, I've seen God's work at hand and he's not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that he should lie. And when he says that he comes through, he promises. But I believe God is asking some of you to take a step of faith and actually step into the deeper waters. God is asking, I think some of us and even just the corporately, uh, us step into the deeper waters. Step into the deeper water, waters. In other words, Remember back then when you just were first a Christian and those things seemed to be so big and you took that little step of faith and it seemed huge to you, but God was with you and God showed you to be, that he was going to be faithful and he was, he was. But now he's saying, I'm asking you to believe for bigger things. I'm asking you to believe that though the net is larger, which means the catch is going to be bigger, that's because I've increased you to step into this now season for the glory of God is going to shine forth out of you because you've seen too much. In other words, you've seen so much. You've seen God's hand move. You've seen him move in signs and wonders. You've seen him heal. You've seen him restore. You've seen, we have seen God move in so many great ways, right? Well, that's not just for us to enjoy, is it? It's for us to walk, to step out into the deep. Take a step into the deep, deeper waters, deeper waters, so that you can see God's hand at work. Now, of course, this is where God is leading you, right? Where God is leading you. But stop justifying and say, God's not leading me there because I don't understand it. No, if he's leading you, you'll know. You'll know. You'll be hanging on to his hand just like in the beginning, but you'll just have greater faith. But, but, but greater faith for the trial at hand may be bigger, but you are strengthened for the battle. You've already been strengthened. He says, I've already armed you with faith. Has anybody understanding what I'm saying here today? Is anybody, can you relate to what, is it God speaking you or is it just me? Because I really believe God is saying that there is such, there is a huge catch. There is such a huge catch. And the net is bigger. That net's not going to break though. And you're going to bring in the, the fullness. And lives are going to be changed. 
lives are going to be changed. So when you partnered under the right anointing, you became teachable and you became submissive under God's appointment, right? Under God's man or woman. When you partner under the right anointing, there is an increase and an expected end where you will not break, men and women of God. Amen. And I think that's key and that's critical for us to, to know that. It is critical. Go back to, to Luke 5. Luke 5, 5 and 6. Simon answered and said to him, Master, we've toiled all night. And we caught nothing. That's the problem. They toiled all night. They were worrying and fretting all night. If God's called you to do something, we're not going to fret and toil all night. We're going to say, Lord, you said it, so therefore I'm going to sleep. I done, I've done what I need to do. I am now going to sleep. I'm now laying my head on that pillow. I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to toil all night long. Because either you're in it or you're not. And you don't have your reputation to keep up. Come on. We, Jesus said, I became like no reputation, right? None whatsoever. So who, 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 what are you worried about? If God's called you to something, then he's going to equip you for it. But you've got to say, I'm hanging on to Jesus. And I'm hanging on to the faith he's given me. And I know that faith is going to grow as I hear the word of God. Come on, we're going to hear the word. We hear the word. And faith is increasing in us, right? We're, the word is increasing because we're increasing in it. We're speaking it. We're decreeing it. And then faith arises in every one of you. So I decree over each and every one of you. The, the bigger boat. I decree over each and every one of you the greater catch. I decree over each and every one of you the larger net, the larger increase. I decree over each and every one of you that your faith is, is risen. It's risen to now, where you are right now, right now, and then tomorrow, and in the future, it's going to rise even more. We don't stagnate in the kingdom. There's no stagnating. There's no being still. There's no going backwards. We were not called to go backwards. We're going forward in Jesus, amen? We're going forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you know what, what boat God is asking you to step in? I'm going to see. Yeah, no, raise your hand a little bit higher. Like a, okay, I know. A lot of you guys know. Praise God. How many of you have an idea? You, you, think, you, think, you think, think this is what God's telling me. I think this is, I think it is. Praise God. We're going to step in faith. Move forward. God will open the doors of provision that he has for you. He, it's, for us, is to just walk it out. Walk it out and trust him. And as you walk it out and trust him, stop making the excuses because God is going to guide and provide for what he has actually initiated, right? Whatever he initiates, he's actually also going to equip you to fulfill it. If he initiates something, he's going to equip you to fulfill it. He's going to give you everything you need. The finances, he's going to give you the, the, everything. The strength, the courage, the favor, the open doors. Everything that he's called you to walk through. As long as he sees a heart that is steadfast upon him. As long as he sees, oh, I can trust them with more. Because more is given to that which actually can be trusted with more, right? Right? When you do something with what God has given you, God says, I'm going to trust them with more because they're not sitting on it and they're not burying it. They're actually doing something with it. Do something with what God's given you. Fry those fish. Distribute those fish. Do something with what God has given you and more shall be added unto you. 
If you try to sit on something thinking there's going to be an increase and God is not asking you to sit on something, then let me tell you, we know what happens. We know the story. That would be removed. But not on our watch. Say, not on my watch. Because I'm a man or a woman of God that's faithful. We're going to be faithful. You're faithful. If you are, ple you're pleasing God when you walk in faith. Amen. When you walk in faith, you're faithful. You're faithful because faith is risen. Faith is now. Somebody say amen. I agree. Amen. Let's, uh, let's go back to John. I told you we're going to go back and forth. Let's go back to John 21. So number one, I wanted you to see in one story, you know, the net breaking. And the other one, it's not breaking. And showing you the contrast of your walk. Showing you, do you see the increase God's done for you? Do you see the increase of faith? Yeah, you know, you've got to see the increase. The enemy doesn't want you to see the increase. He wants you to just look at the negativity, all the, all the impossibles, all the difficulties, all the things that are still yet undone. But I'm telling you right now, I want you to see the increase. I want you to see where you were and where you are now. And I want you to say where you are now is not where you're going to be in, you know, in time to come. It's going to continue to increase in faith as you stay faithful to him. Amen? Amen. And so that, as we look back here in John 21, and we go back to 11, Simon Peter went up and dragged the, land, the, the net to land full of large fish, 153. And it says here, they were so many, but the net was not broken. The net was not broken, though it was a lot. And everything that God initiates, God is going to also equip you to carry it out. I don't care how much everyone else is going to be like, how in the world could you do that? If God has assigned you to it, he's equipping you for it. It doesn't matter that you've got to play. He, they had so much. They're like, how are we going to do this? So even when you've got a lot, even when there's, it seems impossible to, to man, it's not impossible to God if you've been called to it. If you've been called to it. So if you've been called to something right now and God is continuing to add, and sometimes you might feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I, how much more I can take. Don't even say that. Because if God's called you to it, say, Lord, you said that you will supply abundantly for all of my needs. Every need is being supplied. You said your grace is sufficient. You said your power is made perfect in my weakness. Don't sit there and go, I don't think I'm, I'm going to break. Stop cursing yourself. You're not going to break if God's called you to it. Say, Lord, I trust you. And if you've brought this forward, because I live in divine communion with the king. When we live in divine communion, when there's an intimacy and there's a relationship that, I, you know, we live, we talk, we breathe, we walk with Jesus. We spend time in the holy place, in the secret place. You know if something is not of God. You're in communication, right? You're in koinonia with him. So therefore, you know what well, God has given you this or allowing this, something's going on. I'm not saying about something negative right now. I'm just saying there's a lot, right? And you might feel like, oh my gosh. But I'll tell you right now, just take a big old breath and say, Lord, I can do it. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me and I'm not going to just do it I'm just barely walking through I'm going to be victorious yes. I'm going to be victorious we are victorious amen and so here it says here that that even even though this catch was so large and the net did not break even when your your life seems like God's 
initiation, things that he has initiated in your life seem to be a whole lot or difficult or hard, you will not break. That net did not break because what God initiates, God will sustain and carry you through. What he establishes, God also carries out. The question is, make sure you're in right standing with God. Make sure that you're doing his will. And I'll tell you, you will never lose. We will never lose when we seek his face. Never, ever, ever. Amen? Let's turn to Ephesians 6 now. Because we've been promised. We have been promised to stand up and fight and to war for what is rightfully ours. Come on, we just have to learn to stand. Church, we just have to learn to stand. So therefore, the enemy wants you to think you can't do it, but we're going to learn to stand. And Ephesians 6, 13, it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the day of evil, having done all to stand. See, I'm going to stand, and I'm standing firm. I'm not going to be shifting. I'm not going to be like that shifting shadow. I'm standing firm. You're not going to be ripped off. I decree over you right now, you're not going to be shortchanged. I decree over you right now that your mind is opened up to the things of God. And that, and therefore, he is able to speak to you the great, and it just the great promises of God. That he says, I'm, I'm giving you such a glorious increase. See, this is the kind of God that we serve. This is the kind of God of love that says, I want to pour my best out for my children. But we've got to learn to stand. Stand when the enemy lies. Stand when even your own body or your own emotions. Sometimes you just got to get your emotions in alignment with the word of God. Sometimes we're our worst enemy. When we allow tiredness, right? When we allow uh, voices even around us to creep in within us. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Say, I'm going to stand. And when I've done all else, I'm going to continue to stand. And we need to not just continue to stand, but, but decree the truth. Yeah. decree that truth your son or your daughter going down the wrong path come on decree them back call them back in yeah. call them back in don't take what you see on a surface level as the final answer call them back in call them back in fighting a warrior spirit because God has equipped you to stand the net will not break when you're walking in the assignments of God, which means you won't break, which means you're not going to break, which means instead God is increasing your capacity to receive more. They received so much more. And in John 21, that net was stretching because of the great catch, but it didn't break. And I prophesy that over your life as well. And who gets the glory when this happens? He gets the glory. He, you know, the testimony of the Lord. We get to, we get to decree it. Stand, verse 14. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Amen. We're putting them on. We're putting on the armor of God day by day and moment by moment, having your feet shot. It says, with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Everywhere you walk, come on, you're a releaser and a dispenser of his glory. You're a releaser and a dispenser of his peace. You walk in and you see chaos in a situation. Well, guess what? You're there. Why do you think you're there but to release God's glory? But you do so, and nobody would even know. You just walk in. I know what I carry. Do you know what you carry? Wow. We have to know what we carry. Do you know what you carry? Yeah, the fullness of God's presence, right? 
I could choose to keep it all within, or I could walk, say, release that right now. With confidence, boldness, and confidence, I release the glory of God in this room. I bind up that spirit of fear and intimidation. I bind that up. Hey! Release the sound. And when you release the sound, in the way God has called you to release the sound, you may not be one that's going to scream and shout and sing. But you're going to still release a sound. You're still going to release your voice. Your voice is still going through and it's going to pierce the darkness. In the stillness. You can even feel the stillness. Even as I said that, could you not even feel the stillness? After the sound went forth, that barrier was broken. Because sound does that. The right sound. The anointed sound. The sound that's full of the presence of God. The power of God. Amen? So when we walk and we put the gospel shoes of peace on, don't you be thinking it's some kind of kumbaya peace. We're not going to just curl up someplace and just start singing kumbaya. I've told you this before. But instead, because you know what's happening, right? We've got these two kingdoms. We've got the kingdom of heaven. we got the kingdom of hell. It's already defeated. I don't even know why he bothers to try. How can you win when you've already been defeated? You're already defeated. You're already defeated. Like it's too late. But he still tries. He still tries for those that would actually even give him an opportunity. We're not giving him no opportunity. So not on my watch. Not on my watch. There's too much glory. We've experienced the glory of God. So when we walk in the peace, gospel shoes of peace, we know what we carry and what we can give out. And when we give that out, everything changes everywhere you go. And I decree that over you that there's a glorious increase. Wow. Circumstances change. Situations change. Families change. Your sons and your daughters, their recognition of who God is starts to change because you've changed. Amen. My God, my God. Amen. Above all, verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench. We're quenching. In other words, we're putting out the fire. In other words, we're gonna, you're going to dump a bucket of water on that quenched, canceled, dismissed. Come on. And you know, you might as well just tell the devil that. Quenched, canceled, and dismissed. Dismissed. Some, some of you just need to walk into your houses and go, dismissed. Watch your circumstances not. Come on, they're going to change when you got the anointing of God and you're anointed. You're all anointed of God. So here's how we put on. This is how we put on this armor. God, we've been in Ephesians for months. <laughs> At least it feels like it. It feels like, but praise God to the glory of God. Because there's things that God just continues to increase and tell us and we move by his spirit. Verse 17, take the helmet of salvation. You know, here's where it all kind of begins and ends, right? The, the helmet of salvation. We, we, our, our mind, uh, our thoughts, you know. We got to take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Lord. Amen. Notice how it takes it. Tell, put that helmet on and grab that sword. Yeah. Put that helmet on and grab that sword. Amen. Put that helmet on and grab your sword. Grab your sword. Your sword is your word. Grab your sword and you get that sword coming out of your mouth. Grab your sword and you get that sword coming out of your mouth. Make sure the helmet of salvation is actually saturated in with the sword of the Lord. Amen. The word of God. Amen. 
Hallelujah. I don't care what culture tries to tell us today. We're bold. We're on fire for Jesus Christ. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, we're going to just continue to decree it louder, more boldly. We're not backing down. We're not shutting up. We're not going backwards. We're going forwards in faith, in Christ. Amen? So we're going to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We're putting on the Lord Jesus Christ day by day, moment by moment. Amen? Okay, verse 17, and take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And 18, and I think we're going to end here in 18. It says, praying always, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Praying always. We got to be mindful of prayer, having a mindful of prayer that we will always be praying, praying always with supplication, praying always in the spirit. Then it says being watchful. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Why would he say be watchful with all perseverance if there was no need to actually persevere? See, some people, ah, I'm just, you don't know what I'm going through. It's so hard. It's so difficult. With all perseverance, be watchful. In other words, wake up, wake up. We're all going, we all go through things. Jesus said in this life, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I've already overcome. You've already overcome. It says here, be watchful to the end with all perseverance. Hallelujah. And with supplication for all the saints. In other words, pray for one another. Pray for one another. Pray for this church. Pray for one another. Because where you are going, come on, those that are going to spearhead something are going to have, the, they're going to be on the line of, of attack, right? But I'll tell you, but we actually are the ones attacking. We are actually on the ones that are going to go and attack on the offense. We're not just walking on the defense here. There's some giants' heads that need to be chopped off. There are some giants that need to have their head chopped off. In your life. There's some thievery that's been going on that actually needs to stop. In your life. In your family's life. Chop off the head of that giant. What is mine is mine in Christ. And I will not let go. I will not be subdued or be quieted. Or I'm not going to let the fire of God's love be quenched within me. For we got an assignment to do for Jesus. And so I decree over you right now that hope arises, that the hope of God arises within you, that you can do all things through Christ who is strengthening you right now. Don't allow the assignment of the enemy to plague you with the past. Because like I said, your faith has risen. When you started, you had a certain measure of faith, but God has brought you through so many things. Your faith has risen. And so where you are today, that faith is going to continue to rise. You got to see it. Stop making excuses. Stop right now reminding yourself and, and wishing you could shout it out. Yeah, but I've made so many mistakes. Yeah, but it wasn't this kind of a road. It was this up and down, up and down. Well, join the club. You think it's just you? Stop focusing on that. You're moving forward. God says you're moving forward in glory, glory to glory, and strength to strength. You're moving forward, glory to glory, and strength to strength. Even when, even in pain. Even in pain, you're moving forward. See, even in pain, you get to move forward. Because the God, he's the God that's coming forth right now to rescue you, to equip you, to strengthen you, to give you all that you need. You're equipped. You're equipped. You're equipped. Today, you're equipped. Because God will never let you go. Strengthening you. Strengthening us. Amen?
Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Father, we just pray right now. We, we thank you. We thank you for your word that never returns void. We thank you, Lord God, that when we put our hope in you, your word says we will never be disappointed. Your, your word says this, when we put our hope in God, we will never be disappointed. Lord, I thank you that you truly have taken us from strength to strength, from glory to glory. I thank you, Lord God, that we are equipped right now and that we're not going to walk in the natural or walk in the supernatural. I thank you that right now we're, we're being sharpened. We're being sharpened by the sword of the Lord because that sword's going to sharpen us too, you know. That, short, that sword is also sharpening us too. That, that sword corrects and it heals, right? The word does, amen. And so we're being sharpened right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. There's no compromise. There's no room for doubt. There's no new room for negativity. Instead, Lord God, we're just going to go on this glory cloud train with you, Father God. Where you lead, we we're going to we're going to follow. And I thank you, Lord God. Any and all negativity be bound and be cast down, for we're going to walk with faith, which pleases God. We're walking with faith. I want you to say that over yourself. I walk in faith, therefore I please God. I'm walking in faith right now, therefore I pre please God. Every day I'm going to walk in faith. Lord, teach me how to walk in greater faith. Teach me how to walk in greater faith, for I know that when I do so I please you and my life I just want to please you I just want to please you Abba that's it that's it it's not about turning to the right or to the left or what this person's doing or what that person's doing I just want to please you Abba so Lord I thank you Father I thank you for faith right now is now faith is arising right now faith in us is arising right now for we hear the word of God and that word of God because we hear the word we're strengthened with might because we hear the word that word is strengthening us right now filling us up right now somebody put your hand on your spirit right now just put your hand on your spirit starts praying in tongues stirring up those gifts it's praying in tongues right now you've been called for such a time I've been called for such a time Lord I thank you for the increase right now we command every door that's shut that the enemy tried to shut that is God intended to be opened we open up those doors right now we command those doors right now open I speak it over you right now open I decreed over you again, open the doors that God has called to be opened in your life. No man will be able to shut. No woman is going to be able to shut. When God initiates something, he sustains you, he carries you through, for you are victorious in him.